Hi, and welcome to Tune In, the podcast where we watch old cartoons. I'm Keith. And I'm Andy. And today we have a very special guest, Tab. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm excited to be here. Yeah. (laughs) Tab is from uh, Girls in the Back Row and Test Pattern. That's right. Which are both horror podcasts. That is true. Yes. And she picked our show today, which was Tales from the Crypt Keeper. Yep. Super excited to talk to you guys about it. So, can you give us a quick rundown of this show? Yeah. Uh, Tales from the Crypt Keeper is obviously uh, riding on the coattails of the popularity of Tales from the Crypt, an mm-hmm. HBO show that was definitely not for children. Right. Uh, yeah. It aired in 1993 through 1994, and then there was a weird resurgence in 1999 when a Canadian uh, animation studio picked it up and started doing new stories and it came out as new tales from the crypt keeper in 1999 and the animation was way worse so oh, okay <laughs> if you're thinking about going back and rewatching it just stick to the first two seasons noted <laughs> and uh it aired september 18th 1993 39 total episodes 26 og episodes it's pretty much the breakdown cool yeah i was looking on the the wikipedia page and it its air dates were from like 1993 to 2010 or something like that just because yeah it's it's cycled over the the holiday season mm-hmm. um yeah. one episode every halloween basically one every, yeah. yeah but it counts as an air date and yeah. whoever was doing the tracking for for that page i'm like uh 39 episodes over, <laughs> over 19 years okay all right. yeah, over two decades <laughs> <laughs> was this right. england yeah <laughs> Longest running show. It's yeah, it's on that Venture Brothers schedule where it's uh, every other year. <laughs> um, so did you watch this growing up or did you discover it after it had gone off the air? No, I did watch it growing up. I desperately wanted to watch Tales from the Crypt and my parents well, we didn't have HBO first of all, but yeah. my parents were were not okay with me watching Tales from the Crypt and when this started up, I was like, "Hey, this is age appropriate and I can watch this so I'll watch this instead cool. um, yeah so Saturday awesome. mornings yeah I remember it being on but I don't think I intentionally watched it like I think it was on around <laughs> like Ninja Turtles okay. so yeah it would be on and I'd be up already so I'd kind of check it out you know? yeah I was the same way I mean I remember I remember it being on I mm-hmm. don't remember watching it yeah um, however we had a TV in the basement when I was growing up, and whenever we had the HBO free preview weekend, inevitably I would suss out Tales from the Crypt. And mm-hmm. I, I'm a huge fan of the original, or the live-action HBO series. I watched probably too much of it okay. when I was a kid. Yeah. That's okay. Uh, That's explaining a lot about you. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> we used to gather at my grandma's house and watch uh, the, the movies, the creep show movies. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't know, they're not related they feel like they're related. They're based on EC Comics, which okay. is, which Tales from the Crypt is. So they're tangentially related, for sure. All right. I'll deal with that. Because uh, they were all good, and they mm-hmm. uh, the, they scared... Some of them scared the crap out of me. Yeah. Others, Tales from the Crypt, were... Sometimes they were a, a thinker one, but I really enjoyed it. And Yeah. It's like the Twilight Zone, but more, more horror and less sci-fi, right? Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mostly just know the puppet, so. Yeah. There's a lot of dad puns. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> the horror-based dad puns. Really bad puns. Yeah. They're, they're great. <laughs> Compared to the, the foodons that we just got done watching. Oh, man. Uh, Those were some terrible puns. Bad puns. Oh, These were good puns. <laughs> well, you know. Yeah. 
relatively speaking, <laughs> they were good puns. <laughs> they were scarily good puns. Oh my God. <laughs> Keith, uh, did you watch Tales from the Crypt at all when you were a kid? Uh, no, we didn't have HBO, okay. so that was a big hindrance. I think there was one time we were in a hotel that had HBO, though, and I wanted to watch it because I knew it was a cartoon, so I thought it was similar to that, but the parents put the kibosh on that pretty quick. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. How would they know? Did they watch it? Did they know? I, maybe. Well, I mean, it could have been because it was like 11 p.m. on HBO. On HBO. Right. Yeah. Something yeah. a child should not be watching. Oh, so. no. Right. Yeah. He's going to hear or see something. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have gone back and watched those, though. They're pretty tame. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For, yeah. for horror. So When the box sets came out, I, mm-hmm. I started uh, getting those off of the, the Netflix disc deal. Yeah. And... I, I was like really stoked, and I, I think the first one has Ted Danson in it, and mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh, this is gonna be great. And I'm like, Ugh. the the cinematography is pretty, pretty early '90s, late '80s. Very the dated. stories tame. I mean, you know, Scandal has worse shit happening on it right now than <laughs> the Tales from the Crypt. Yeah, for sure. Um, but like I was saying, the the show and this TV show are both based on EC Comics. Mm-hmm. And I thought this was the perfect choice because it's it bridges horror, which is one of my interests, and comics, which is one of your interests, collectively. Yeah. And so I thought that would work out. It I sure did. It absolutely did, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was excited to watch it myself just because I remember it being on, and I, I never watched enough of it if I watched any at all. Yeah. I'm not a big horror fan, but like cartoony Halloween horror, I can get behind that. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love Halloween cartoon episodes. Oh, yeah. They're I know. The, this, and that's the all this series is, is Halloween yeah. cartoon episodes, yeah. more or less. So, Pretty yeah. much, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so shall we get into the episodes? Yeah. So uh, the way this works, we watch the first episode and then an episode that... Uh, is either like the highest rated or we like the title or one that just our guests picked. So first episode, uh, while the cat's away is the title. Mm-hmm. In this episode, there are two brothers, Dwight and Stu, and they want to buy a P11 Baja sand slicer bike. Their parents should never be allowed to name children. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> And the bike they're wanting to buy is either a standard bike or a motorbike. We couldn't tell because they kept doing the vroom vroom noise, but they were also pedaling it right. in their in their fantasies it's, of this bike. So. It, it was very much a standard bike. I I gotta say, I mean, you you saw all the standard bike elements. There was no motor. The vroom vroom. <laughs> uh, uh, Stu kept doing vroom vroom yeah. throughout the latter half of the episode. Yeah, despite being like 15. Derangement yeah. So, yeah. kind of <laughs> took a hold of him. Yeah. Yeah. And also, they do specify that it is a dirt bike, but we have no evidence of that based on Dwight's fantasy of right. riding this bike. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the basic plot, uh, these kids, their dad is a travel agent, and the Crypt Keeper is going out of town. And so they go to his house to steal something worth the value of this bike and then buy the bike. But since it's the Crypt Keeper's house, it's haunted, like, up to the walls with ghouls yeah. and stuff. So I mean, so these kids obviously have a fence already lined up, I mean, to, to trade their merchandise, their stolen merchandise for cash. I mean, yeah, you know, we're going to show up. Here's a gold statuette. Give me that bike. Yeah, basically. Because they're not interested in cash at all. They're interested... Specifically in like treasure and stuff. Right. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, go to Target and pay for something with jewels right now. I dare you. Just, <laughs> let's go. It's Challenge fine. accepted. <laughs> <laughs> Let me pry the diamond off my wife's wedding ring. I'll go buy. I'll go buy a dirt bike. <laughs> oh man. Uh, they, so they go to the house, which is clearly haunted. I mean, there's a skull at the tree in the front. All the mm-hmm. trees are dead. I mean, it's it's classic, you know, EC Comics horror house looking. So. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah, yeah. The, the, definitely from the uh, same architect of the, of the Munster's house, yeah. the Adams family. Mm-hmm. This, I, I got to imagine they're all on the same block. 
probably all of those yeah. houses. Yeah, they're big lots though. Because there's oh huge yeah, lots. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're Bitch old. Yeah. Well, you have to have all the room for like the underground lab and all <laughs> that's that true. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's twice as much space underground as above. Yeah. yeah. Right. Get all this extra land for all these Indian burial grounds. <laughs> I <laughs> like to spread out their burial corpses. <laughs> right, really, really turn the corpses. <laughs> uh, so right as the kids break into the house, mm-hmm. because, you know, they, they knocked on the door just to see if anybody was there. Yeah, well, and the knocker is like this screaming person with fangs. I, the place is clearly haunted. Yeah. Clearly. Yeah, you just don't want to be there. No. But they are. Right. Well, it's a sand slicer so well, I mean, yeah it's it's totally yeah. worth it <laughs> room room lawyer totally worth it <laughs> just lawyer me oh she lawyered us it's a sand slicer yeah that's right god oh. Oh, sand slicer so as soon as they open the door bats fly out yeah i mean yeah it, yeah first floor middle of the day bats fly out that's a clear haunting <laughs> Go away. Go to TCBY and call it a win. <laughs> or just, you know, work for money and buy a bike that way. What? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't understand. You you mentioned something hilarious, though, about Stu's bike when they were riding up to this house. I did. So Stu is, he's the older brother, as yeah, he said. He's, he's probably like 15. Yeah, he's cool. really jockey looking, broad shoulders. His little brother, Dwight, is kind of wearing a dopey red hat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And talks with a really high voice, you know. Uh, uh, Stu's bike has a banana seat and one of those frames up for the back, mm-hmm. uh, a U-shaped handlebar, and tassels. I mean, he's a real tough kid. Yeah. 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 And then Key sees that his pants are tucked into his uh, high tops. Into his high- and we later find out when he loses his shoes, into his socks, even. <laughs> so- God. He's a real cool kid. Yeah, <laughs> Rocking that Biff Tannen hairdo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what are you looking at? Butthead. <laughs> oh, man. So they go into the house uh, after the bats fly out and the door opens on its own. Uh, yeah. yeah. Tons yeah. obviously haunted. They go upstairs. A painting attacks uh, Dwight. Like yeah. A ghost yeah. Comes it's like out a Civil War ghost. Yeah, Some out of the painting with a saber, saber slash at him. Yeah, uh, they wind up in the library and are looking for that secret switch that turns the trap door. It turns out there's like forty secret switches yeah. in this library that open trap doors. So. The first of which, though, releases an axe from a knight holding an axe, and the the axe comes down nearly uh, axe stew a question or Dwight a question. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> what, did you pick that one up from the Crypt Keeper? No. <laughs> you got it from Finding Food Ons, right? <laughs> I think I got that one from Flavor of Love. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, all right. <laughs> and the axe, like, it crushes the ground, too. I, yeah. Like, it, I don't know if it was intentionally a trap or it just kind of coincided with uh, Stu's feeling up of the statue to find the lever. Yeah, there, there's definitely a, a, a button there. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, a little panel opens up in one of the uh, bookshelves, mm-hmm. and there's some red eye, like Scooby-Doo red eyes going yeah. on, too. For Yellow sure. pupils, yeah. Uh-huh. But also inside there is a map. A map. Which, in a room full of books, you think it would be enough to just, like, fold that up and put it in a book, but behind a secret panel with a button, that's probably a little more secure, I guess. I yeah, know. and we get a fake-out scare before the commercial break, too. Oh. He's, like, screaming like something's got him. <laughs> yeah. The fake-out sh- scares on the show. Yeah. So many, yep. yeah. So many. Tune back in. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he's he's doing it just to mess with... Stu's doing it just to mess with Dwight. Like, oh, God, something's got my arm. But there were red eyes in that panel for a second, so I don't <laughs> yes, know. Sir. Yeah. They find this treasure map... Uh, Dwight gets in one of those like swirling trap doors. He gets trapped in one of those. Yeah, it's a bookcase that swivels around and takes you to another area of the house. Yeah. Classic haunted house. Right. Right. About a minute later, Stu is sitting in a chair and leans back, and that chair, like, he goes out of the room through a door, mm-hmm. and he winds up in the same spot as Dwight, luckily. How convenient. <laughs> How convenient. Yeah. They're so, also, like, on the right path for the treasure as well. So. Yeah, yeah. And they know from looking at this, like, one-story map that the treasure is downstairs and around the corner and all this other yeah. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> X marks the spot. Right. So they go down the stairs. At the bottom of the stairs is a dog food bowl and a chain. 
and like obviously human bones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's yeah. a femur. Yeah, yeah. And there's like a like a cavern built into the wall that's obviously where the dog is. And like, oh, he must have a poodle. Like yeah. the collar reads he picks up a collar and it reads Fifi. Yeah. It's also yeah. got spikes on it though, so that, that should balance out the fifiness of <laughs> And it's bigger than his waist. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. There's a lot of a lot of signs in this show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a werewolf comes out from that hole and attacks the kids. Yeah. And they're like, Fifi, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Stu's not still still not convinced that it's a werewolf, even though he's he's seen it with his own eyes. Yeah, he's like, it's There's walking no such on things. its back yeah. legs. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, it's just a puppy. They hide, uh, hide by, They run into a room. They hide behind this big oaken door, mm-hmm. and they're cool for three seconds before the werewolf just starts opening the door with its claws through the middle. Yeah. I mean, no, this is not normal. <laughs> right. They're in trouble. Yes. Yeah. Very severe trouble. But they need that bike. Vroom, vroom. <laughs> 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 and. Throughout this whole thing, Stu keeps going vroom vroom. Like, yeah. I, he's, oh yeah. He's an idiot. And every time they run into a ma- monster, he's like, "No, it's cool. We're gonna get a sand slicer." <laughs> yeah. Vroom, don't vroom. Worry. I, I think it's just, you know, it's brilliant storytelling. I mean, he's clearly descending into just madness. <laughs> <laughs> because how else can all this bad shit be happening yeah. if he's not gonna get a sand slicer? Mm-hmm. That's true. Huh. Even though he's it's a little a deep thief. show. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what happens next? Don't they find a, a Frankenstein room next? Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Frankenstein's monster shows up a lot in the in the two episodes that we watched. Mm-hmm. It's true. Um, but they yeah they accidentally switch the uh, the life giving retransformation of dead into live cells process. Right. Yeah, because they're they're near the control panel, and uh, at this point. Yeah, Dwight has hiccups because he's so scared, <laughs> which I think are the opposite way that hiccups work. I thought you were supposed to scare people to get rid of hiccups. Yeah. So, um, anyway, he's got hiccups, and he hiccups so hard that he flips a switch with his shoulder and gives life to the Frankenstein monster. Right. Yes. They're trying to figure out how to turn off the machine that has already given life to the Frankenstein monster. So, yeah. I don't know. Suddenly, they're, they're little lab experts, too, because they're just randomly hitting buttons. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking while watching it that they were just hitting the right sequence to initiate the, uh, the electricity in, into monster life. Right. <laughs> right. TV's little guys. There's also a, a big tank with, like, a sea monster in it, I yeah. guess? Yeah. Yeah, there's, like, a tentacle monster in there. And it, uh, we forgot to mention this, but throughout this whole thing, Dwight has a newspaper clipping of this bike that he keeps looking at and going vroom, vroom. A tentacle comes out of this vat and takes the picture, and Dwight is like, no, my bike, and jumps in after yeah, it. Yeah, Stu. Stu jumps in. Oh, excuse me. Stu does that, yeah. And, uh, it, but it's not his bike. It's just a picture of the right. bike. Yeah. <laughs> right. So he risked his life for a newspaper clipping. <laughs> right. So the sea monster's got him pinned down, mm-hmm. and Dwight does what anybody would do to save their brother. Yeah, he throws the in monster. the nearest potions. Yes, yeah. <laughs> all these fla- scientific flasks. Yeah, I had to specify that because most of our listeners, if I would say flask, they'd be like, "No, all that booze." <laughs> we don't know that it wasn't booze, though. That's true. It's, That's true. Yeah. Yeah. There was some purple drink in there. There was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> some pink stuff. Yeah, pink stuff. Sunny D. Sunny D. <laughs> Nice. Uh, uh, man, so when you listen to this podcast, more Sunny D references per capita than any other podcast. <laughs> That's what the people come for. Mm-hmm. Man. Oh, man. The last uh, potion or alcohol that he throws into the vat explodes and shoots out uh, stew. Yes. So he's saved. And they need to get away. They're in a corner, right? And so Stu says they need to slide and slip. So some of the juice from the vat has gotten out on the floor, and they they slip underneath Frankenstein's legs. Out of yeah. Right. Yeah. But first he throw he picks up the tank with the oh, sea monster right. inside, and throws it at them. Yeah. Right. Which kills the sea monster. Yeah. You can. He's yeah. like his tentacles like fall over dead. It's yeah. Terrible. <laughs> and then the uh, the werewolf comes crashing through the ceiling, and and that's right. And the uh, Stu and Dwight are in between a a snarling werewolf. And a, and a reanimated monster mm-hmm. that's coming at them. And I mean, I mean, 
And then the reenactment is amazing. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Andy's thriller dancing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then that's where thriller was an interpretive dance of this cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and that's when it's time to slip and slide mm-hmm. out out the way. Slide and slip. Slide they and don't slip. want to get sued. Yes, oh, they right. cannot say slip and slide right, because right. it's a trademark. <laughs> they save some animation on that. Slip and slide. They save some money on that uh, that werewolf coming down through the ceiling because like the the screen just pans <laughs> to a to an opening in the ceiling and then back to the kids and we hear this like thud and a snarl and it zooms back over and there's the werewolf. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, there was a, a, a few times during the show where, where things just kind of popped onto the screen, yeah, like yeah. like mid background, just like, oh, hey, it's, <laughs> there's yeah, a there. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so they get out, and then they're just kind of running around, sort of aimlessly. They get separated. Yeah, they both run into separate tunnels. Yeah. Stew. They think they're coming back together, and it's the Frankenstein monster, and then also the werewolf. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how they messed that one up, but goodness, nope. goodness gracious. Then they end up into another room because they like barricading themselves in rooms because you know, what what else is gonna happen? I mean Right. Yeah. Yeah, they find well they find the X, right? And it's a dead end. Now, before this they get into another room. Oh, okay. And so many they, rooms. They there's a lot of running in rooms. Yeah, in this they start one. throwing yeah. stuff against the door, and mm-hmm. suddenly there's an object that Stu can't move. Hey, Dwight, give me a hand. And Dwight's like, uh, 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 it's it's a it's a <laughs> coffin. <laughs> oh, that's and right. Yeah. Stu goes hiccups, and now you've got a cough. <laughs> <laughs> classic. Oh, yeah, classic. <laughs> uh, so, so there are three identical vampires. In the I wrote yes. that down too. Yeah. They're all dressed identically. Yeah. They have the same face. They're like triplet vampires. Do you think uh-huh. they were triplets before and then they became vampires? Well, clearly. Yeah. Clearly. Yeah. 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 It's the only explanation it's that's possible. <laughs> Got to turn whole families. You know? <laughs> <laughs> they're uh, fellow Lugosi looking dudes in life and they're like, well, we might as well become vampires. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Live eternally, turn That's into a bat. Clearly, their only option in life is that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they get back out of the room by throwing all the stuff they had barricaded themselves in at the vampires and run out. Uh, they get separated. Dwight almost falls into a pit with a bunch of skeletons, but he catches himself on this gold ring. He looks up, and it's actually the rib cage of a skeleton that's hung from the ceiling. Yeah. Really creepy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, that lava lamp's going now. Oh, yeah. Here we go. It's the ejection of lava from the hot bulb underneath is something to behold. Yes. <laughs> I know you all can't behold it, but <laughs> to have your thoughts. <laughs> uh, it's beautiful. Yes. <laughs> up, keep up to the hype. Yeah. yeah no, good. it's, it's yeah. the best lava lamp I have seen in the last 10 years. <laughs> It's it's really uh, it's really the the third member of the podcast. I mean, yeah, not it's like that, our mascot. It is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ever since we fired Rick. Yeah. Well, he was just charging. Uh, well, Period. He, he wanted money, so we got rid of him. <laughs> yeah. He kept whining every time I made him write me a check. <laughs> <laughs> mm. And then he got mad because I I was mad that his check wouldn't work in the pop vending machine. <laughs> Oh man, that was the nicest we ever were to Nick to Rick too. <laughs> <Nick. All right. laughs> uh, anyhow, uh, where were we? He saw the skeleton. They get back together. They find a the secret room, which is yeah. a dead end. But there are two bones. Yes, marking Dang. the X. Yeah, marking, yeah, the, marking X. the X. Yep. X marks the spot. Yep. That is not sinister at all. And Stu is still. Focus on that he's, sand slicer. But he's yeah. getting more and more deranged. I mean, he's really <laughs> deranged. Yeah, as he's digging it up, he's going vroom vroom vroom, yeah, and yeah. he's digging with his with his hands. And all mm-hmm. the while, these zombies are starting to come yeah, up. Cause, yeah, because I mean, they're like in a dungeon. There's like chains on the wall oh, right, and yeah. bones on the ground. Yeah, and zombies the, come up. The wall has closed behind them. So yeah. even if he gets the treasure, how are they going to get the sand slicer? Right. <laughs> <laughs> he pulls up the treasure, opens it up, and inside. Tales from the Crypt, you number one. Yes. Or Tales from the Crypt, number yeah. one. Yes. It's a comic book. It's a comic book. And on the cover of that comic is Stu and Dwight, and they're being attacked by zombies. 
Yeah. And Dwight says, that's that's us. That's right now. And Stu's like, we never got attacked by zombies. And they look around. There's like 40 <laughs> zombies in the room. Yeah. <laughs> so. And they crash yet through uh, another wall mm-hmm. when they go to escape. I mean, there's a lot of like crumbling walls in this yeah. brick building. Yeah, and one crumbles into the living room of the place. And they yeah. run out the front door. And there's the Crypt Keeper. Yep. yep. He's returned from his vacation. From his vacation. He was talking about it at the beginning of the episode that we kind of glazed over. Anyway. Was he gone for like a day? Because I feel like they went to his house the same day. I think you're right. Yeah. <laughs> the same. Yeah. He, he took a couple like a, of hours. Yeah. yeah. He took like a five hour vacation. He <laughs> came back <laughs> with all these slides. Yeah. Yeah. And he's yeah. wearing a Hawaiian shirt, of course, as of course. you do. Yeah. And uh, some kind of sombrero. Yeah, like a straw hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Dominican. Dominican. Yeah. Uh, They they run past the Crypt Keeper, and Stu stops, comes back, hands the picture of the bike to the Crypt Keeper, and says, keep it, and then runs off. (laughs) Now imagine you're the Crypt Keeper. You just came home, someone ran to your house, handed you a newspaper clipping, and was like, I'm done with this shit. Like, what is this kid talking about? (laughs) Well, and then, yeah, and I suppose... uh, the Crypt Keeper's kind of going to be pissed because his vampires are out. Yeah. His right. Frankenstein's monster's running amok. Right. It's werewolf amok, is amok, loose. Amok. Werewolf is loose. Yeah. yeah. Ah, werewolf. <laughs> yeah. And all those zombies, somebody's got to put them back to bed. Yeah. I know, yeah. It'd be nice if they took care of each other down there so the Crypt Keeper didn't have to. Yeah. You know, but they don't do that. that. That's part of being a Crypt Keeper. You, you accept that responsibility. But, oh, okay. Keeper of the Crypt. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> oh, I always just thought it was some kind of weird moniker but i guess it's an actual thing <laughs> and so that's episode one right yeah awesome. get some more horror puns yes we get some more horror puns yeah. to the oh, end oh absolutely the bumps before and after are, are i'm really appreciative fantastic yeah oh man uh he wants to go to is it boo york yeah and it's in the middle of a slime wave and he shows mm-hmm. pictures of him like skiing on the slime yeah it's pretty funny oh man so many puns Yes. I think I read that this is the only episode that was based off of an original EC comic. That is true. So, yeah, yeah. All the rest of them were not. The rest of them are, are brand new uh, stories, mm-hmm. as it were. But, but yeah, this one's based on a real comic. And I read that a, a child psychologist had to read the scripts beforehand to make sure it wasn't too scary. Oh, that wow. is true. Yeah. 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 Which, I mean, they were kind of scary, but I, I, they were pretty tame, too, I think. So. Yeah. Originally, they were thinking about using the puppet. They thought that was going to be too scary, which is why they went to an animated Crypt Keeper. Yeah. But he's drawn more like the comic book than he is like the, the puppet Crypt Keeper. Oh, okay. I was going to say, he doesn't look a whole lot like the puppet because he's green. Right. Yeah. He has very short hair. Yeah. Full body. Yeah. <laughs> this is, this is, this, even though it's capitalizing on this uh, popularity of the HBO show, it's actually much closer to the to the comic book version and we'll see when we talk about the second episode they introduce the vault keeper and the witch who are characters of tangential comics that would show up in tales from the crypt ah cool so yeah vault keeper was originally the host of the vault of horror Ah, and uh the old witch was the host of the haunt of fear comic haunt of haunted fear the haunt of fear the haunt of fear okay that's a haunt with a u right yes I, I don't know if you're doing a bit or if you don't know how to spell haunt. No, it's a bit. Okay, all right. <laughs> I promise you it's a bit. I didn't know if you know, didn't know how to spell like those kids in that cartoon no. or the game show we watched. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, uh, I don't, you know, do the, no. The <laughs> you wire. All right. So next we watched uh, uh, the one that Tab picked, which was All the Gory Details, Season 2, Episode 4. Uh, why'd you pick this one? I picked this one. I initially picked a different one called mm-hmm. Uncle Harry's uh, Horrible House of Nightmares, I think, or something like that. Yeah. Um, and I watched that one just to be like, is this the one that I remember? And it's a little a little low on action. Oh, okay. So I was like, well, I also remember this one, all the gory details. And I, picked, I actually picked it over the other one because it has a, had a better opening and ending sequence. Mm-hmm. And then it also has a, a, a little bit of a cool twist ending. Yeah, yeah, it did. So, so it opens with uh, the Crypt Keeper, and he's got a newspaper stand. Yeah, so the Crypt Keeper's on the run now from the Vault Keeper and the Witch in the second season. Is that correct? Right. No. Well, they it, the opening is different. The The opening for the first season was some a kid that looks like Dwight. Mm-hmm. 
running into the house and being chased by monsters, and then they all sit down to watch yeah. Tales from the Crypt. This is this together. really sweet part where lightning strikes while we're looking at the house. You can see the Crypt Keeper's head in it. Yeah, it's yeah. It's really cool. And then the second uh, the second season opener is very similar, but it's the Crypt Keeper running from the Vault Keeper and the Old Witch. Mm-hmm. And then the they, he throws a comic book at them, and it explodes. And Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. <laughs> Uh, so, Crypt Keeper has a newspaper stand, and the Vault Keeper, like, attacks, I guess? He, he takes over the, the newspaper. Right, stand, he's basically. in the newspaper. The, the Crypt Keeper is reading through the headlines and says, Vault Keeper to replace Crypt Keeper, and then he does the, the classic devil take, and yeah. the Vault Keeper comes out of the newspaper, pushes Crypt Keeper in, and then squishes him, and <laughs> makes a new newspaper. Yeah, and uh, he reduces reuses and recycles him which right. uh you know that qualifies this uh, cartoon as educational programming exactly there, so, yeah. three r's <laughs> yep. yikes yes hold on i gotta go throw a plastic pop bottle away at a baby seal <laughs> <laughs> just tie one of those uh can rings around a bird <laughs> i'm not even gonna let nature take its course on this one <laughs> i got five into it the sixth one won't cooperate though <laughs> put its baby in there oh oh oh, oh. Now I went too far. yeah 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 found the line goodness gracious <laughs> St- stay away from my birds anyway never <laughs> <laughs> Bird law. <laughs> so then we go to the main story. Uh, the Vault Keeper is now telling the story because the Crypt Keeper has been made into a newspaper. Um, and this story involves Sally, who's a news reporter, and she's trying to find Dr. Cromwell. Cromwell. That's not the word I wrote. I wrote <laughs> Cromlos. Cromwell. I have terrible handwriting. I have Cromwell as well. <laughs> We're sure it's not Cromlos. <laughs> we are. Where the hell did I get Cromlos? <laughs> anyway, Dr. Cromlos, he disappeared back in 1942. <laughs> just... Oh, did I say Cromwell? Yes. Oh, it's because I'm Dr. Cromwell? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Do you want me to write Cromwell down in your, in your notes there? <laughs> just write it on my hand. <laughs> so, Dr. Cromwell. <laughs> Some of it. Yeah. <laughs> he was making artificial life. But he disappeared in 1942, and it's 40 years later now, so 1982, right? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, roughly. Anyway, he's uh Sally. Sally. The reporter has been, Sally, uh, a young female reporter has been uh, researching this here for the, spent the last year of her life researching mm-hmm. Dr. Uh, Cromwell's, uh, Cromwell. <laughs> Yeah. So she's looking at all these newspapers <laughs> under a periscope and she finds all this information about uh, him. I just got insulted right after I got the bitch eyes from Keith. <laughs> oh, man. She is using a microfish, though, which I was like, yeah. Yeah, microfish. Hmm. I never use one of those. Oh, they're awesome. Yeah, they are awesome. How do they work? Is it like, do they get like negatives of the newspaper? Or? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, it's negatives and, I mean, they're really, really small and you. Yeah, it's almost like a personal projector. It just projects on a yeah. on a screen, and then you can roll through the negatives. Cool, awesome. Yeah, that's a fun one of these. To the library. <laughs> What's to the that? book depository. <laughs> We're back from the library. That was a really cool machine. Microfiche. <laughs> <laughs> so Sally takes uh, another reporter, Mr. Clump, and he's a a photographer. Uh, yeah. What's that called? Photojournalist? Photojournalist, thank you. I don't yeah. even know if he's that. I mean, he's he's kind of a grizzled older journalist. Mm-hmm. He really looks like Mike Holmgren, and I like him as much as Mike Holmgren, which is not a lot. Okay, noted. The, the walrus can I borrow your pen so I can note that? The walrus-looking coach of the former coach of the Packers. Keith's biggest okay. fan. There you go. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and they're going out to this small town to to find Dr. Cromwell. Yay! Yes, yes. I did it! <laughs> so, um, and his purpose seems to be to use every sexist name yeah. possible. Yes. That you can get away with in a, in a children's, children's cartoon. cartoon. And yeah. he is a misogynist a-hole. Oh, yeah. For sure. Calls yeah. her a dame. 
Skirt. Skirt. I think she calls herself a skirt, doesn't she? Yeah, yeah. He I was getting she, to it. He was, yeah, yeah. He didn't correct. <laughs> he didn't uh, call her out on it or anything. Yeah. No. So, he agreed. He's he like, agreed. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. I didn't have to say that. Yeah. Right. And uh, Mr. Clump has a bad back, which he brings up every 30 seconds. So. Right. Yes. Yeah. He's got rules, some arbitrary rules. You know, mm-hmm. First rule of reporting. Second rule of playing checkers. Right. Right. <laughs> Uh, they go to the small town and try and check into a hotel and the hotel guy gives them a room and says have a nice night and then the psycho music plays right afterwards literally the psycho music and we get an ominous thunderclap slash lightning bolt (laughs) just to accentuate this guy is not what he seems (laughs) right yeah subtlety subtlety is the name of the game Uh, they get in their rooms and the power goes out and there's it's really creepy. It's thunderstorming outside. There's a lot of fake-out scares as they run into each other. Yeah, they have a connected broom, so they, the door opens and it scares Mr. Clump, but it's actually just Sally. So yeah. yeah. He trips over a lamp. It's weird. Yeah. Um, the next day, they go to the general store, and uh, they're trying to get some information about Dr. Cromwell. <laughs> yes. And so they, they keep telling people they're looking for a famous person, and right. people keep saying, find Jeb Farlane? Jeb Farlane. He just. Yeah. Uh, Jeb Farlane. <laughs> <Yeah, go ahead. laughs> I'm not doing names anymore. <laughs> this you guy. Got, you got me all you got yeah. me all off my game. <laughs> so they find Jeb Farlane. They say, go find uh, Jeb Farlane. He just dug the deepest well in the county. He's probably the most famous guy around here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and apparently this town exists in like the 1900s. Yeah, <laughs> yeah true. Yeah, yeah, this is definitely Mayberry. Mm-hmm. Or is it? Mm. I don't think it is. No, I don't think, I think it they is. Said a different name. <laughs> I don't remember the name, and not doing names anymore. So I do know that most of the episodes are supposed to take place in this place in this town called Gravenhurst, but they ah, never say that. Okay, Gravenhurst. That's cool. Um, as they're, so they get their supplies, bread and whatnot from the general store. As they're leaving, they see a Frankenstein monster getting, uh, groceries into his, the back of his car in mm-hmm. broad daylight. And they're like, something's fishy. Well, Sally that sees guy. that, but Mr. Clump is just talking about the rules of reporting and not paying attention. That's right. Yes. And she takes off without him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To, to follow him to the mansion. Right. Cuts a commercial, cut back. They're at the mansion. And Mr. It's Clump's nighttime. there. <laughs> it's nighttime. Mr. Clump's there. Well, the mansion, I assume, was like 90 miles away. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah maybe. <laughs> and there's poor Sally trying to flop Mr. Clump up onto uh, some sort of ledge. Yeah, because his back. He's got a bad back. back. Yeah. And he falls through the, the window into the house. He gets attacked by a cat and a grandfather clock. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Sally leaps up. Gets up there of her own strength and very nonchalantly jumps into the window. Yeah. Time enough to see Clump looking like a fool. Right. Just laying there. They find a trap door. Anything happened before that? I'm trying to remember. No, I think they're just generally looking around the mansion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're just generally looking around. They find a trap door. I was confused as to whether or not this was the same house from the first episode, because there's a library with a trap door. Mm-hmm. There's a big, sprawling underground complex. Yep. I don't think it was, though. It was not, but yeah. this comes up a lot in the series. Oh, yeah. It's it mostly is? haunted houses. Lots of haunted houses. Gotcha. Okay. I can dig it. Uh, they go to this room that's just full of Frankenstein monsters. Yep. Uh, all these people that have been sewed together to have extra fingers and whatnot. And a lot of bolts in the neck. Yeah. The heads. Do they, I forget, do they flip a switch and they all come to life? Uh, I think there was a lightning storm yeah. that's hitting some, ah. some antenna outside. Yep. Thus feeding the uh, the basement full of, of mm-hmm. reanimation juice. Yeah. And we can see the lightning, which kind of confused me because they're underground in a windowless room. But every time lightning strikes, the whole place flashes. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> It's all, the, it's yeah, all the connections. Yeah. It was kind of cool because it made it look like a comic book. Yeah. it would yeah. go black and white for a second. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. Uh, these Frankenstein monsters wake up and uh, Sally needs a picture. She gets a picture of them and they get chased out of the room by these Frankenstein monsters. <clears throat> and Mr. Clump is like, did you get the picture? Did you get the picture? Because yeah. this is their ticket to stardom. It is. Yeah. <laughs> they, the Frankenstein monsters bust through the wall and they run to hide in another room. Uh, and they discuss more about 
did you get the picture, yada, yada, yada. Eventually, the Frankensteins break into the room and surround them, and they stop attacking for a minute, and turns out they just want the camera. They just want to be left alone. So. Right. Sally has has the forethought to ask them, well, what do you want? And mm-hmm. the Frankenstein monster With says eight something <laughs> and holds out his hand, and she's like, oh, of course you want the camera. Yeah. I understand. Of course. Yes. And you want to be left alone, and and Mr. Klumpf is not having that. He mm-hmm. wants to get the story in. Although I was a little surprised at how willing she was to let the story go. She had worked the last year on it. Yeah, she was really dedicated up until she got attacked by Frankenstein monsters, which I guess would deter I guess a lot of people. That would deter me a lot, yeah. though. That's true. Like, I'd yeah. probably give up two, maybe three years worth of work. Yeah, yeah. I'd give up everything right now to not be killed <laughs> and ripped apart by a Frankenstein right. monster. Yeah, and she is very much done with Mr. Clump. So she's like, if this gets me out of here and away from you, I'm fine. With yeah, you. true. Yeah. yeah. And and she takes off. Yep. Uh, yeah, and the the one, the Frankenstein monster we saw getting his car packed, he's very intelligent and explains to them, like, we just want to be left alone. Uh, Dr. Cromwell, he passed, passed away. away. Yeah, yeah, because he was, he was old in the 40s and it's 40 years later now, so he's definitely dead. Yeah. Um... So they leave, they go back to the hotel, or Mr. Mr. Clump goes back to the hotel because Sally goes back to town, right? Right. He's, he uses the phone to call the rest of the news team, and the hotel manager grabs his, or he... He hangs up the phone. He hangs up the phone, thank you, yeah. And Mr. Clump can see that he's got stitches along his wrist. Because mm-hmm. he's a Frankenstein monster, too! Yep. Yes. And then there's a kid and a dog outside a window that they had run into earlier, and they're also Frankenstein. They're, yes. Stitch marks all over the place. Yeah. yeah, the sheriff has it around his neck. He's mm-hmm. a Frankenstein, too. Yeah, the whole town's Frankenstein monsters. Or, or you know, Dr. Cromwell monsters, I guess. <laughs> yeah. That's true. True. Yeah. <laughs> Are they monsters, really? I mean, they they were okay I mean, until somebody started messing with them. That's true, yeah. So they're they're yeah. nice and just digging ditches. And the wells. ones not in the house sort of look like he just cut their body apart and then re-sewed them back together. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I that really noticed strange. that, that it's just, okay, so we're going to take everything apart, give it a thorough cleaning, sew it back up. <laughs> give it a nice scrub. <laughs> give it a nice scrub. Hit it with a couple of volts and send them on their way. Yeah. 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 Uh, we flash forward to an indeterminate amount of time later, and uh, now Mr. Clump is also a Dr. Cromwell monster. Yes. He's sitting watching people play checkers and... <clears throat> Talking, talking all the rules of checkers, and he's right. got all these stitches around his arms and stuff. And, and his neck, yeah. 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 They couldn't remove his tongue or sew his mouth shut. I mean, he's still him. He's yeah. I, who's doing the surgery now since the doctor's dead? That's. I don't know. My guess is the eloquent, uh, lurch looking guy. Yeah. yeah. Mm, I would probably. agree with that, but he's probably behind this. Okay. So then uh, we then go we back to the bumpers. To the bump. Yeah, and the vault keeper is bested by the Crypt Keeper. Uh, and there's a bunch of bad puns about readers' digestion. Yeah, he gets the, eaten by a newspaper. He gets eaten by a newspaper, yeah. <laughs> uh, the new issue of Slime is in, and it slimes the Vault Keeper and stuff. And mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really, really funny. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> and the Crypt Keeper is back, and that's, uh, that's the end of our episode, right? It is. Yes. Yeah. That was a good one. I liked it. It was. I enjoyed it. <laughs> Um, as some bonus, we watched Secrets of the Crypt Keeper's House. Haunted House. Haunted House. Yeah. Because yeah. I, so I watched that when I was little, and I I remember that more than the cartoon because of the puppet and everything. But it was basically uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple in the style of the Crypt Keeper. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of CGI. A lot, a lot of, of bad CGI, really too. Bad <laughs> early 90s CGI and not... Spielberg CGI. No, no, no. Uh, and then the the Crypt Keeper, at least, I think his head was was animated via the just pneumatic uh, motors and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think that there was some actual hands doing his hand gestures and yeah. stuff like that. And the breaking eggs for some reason. Yeah. I quite understand. But and the <laughs> the voice was really synced up well with with the facial movements and everything like that. Yeah. For the most part, with that, I think one horribly glaring exception. Mm-hmm. And then they had a bunch of, you know, 90s kids, blonde-haired, blue-eyed, uh, Universal Studios goers. Yeah. Slash Hitler youth. 
<laughs> you and the Hitler youth. I never, I never understand your obsession with them. <laughs> they, they, wouldn't, can... they wouldn't let me in. <laughs> <laughs> That's your comp. Uh... <laughs> wow. But so, yeah, this show has various games with indeterminate rules. They never quite specify yeah. what's happening. Yeah. The kids need to seem to know what's going on, but yeah. I didn't know. No, I'm sure all. each episode probably took 10 hours to record with like several safety lessons. And all right, Billy, now yeah. you're going to have to go out and get this. <laughs> when you see this thing, act like it's a floor full of lava and not just a green screen. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not just a guy behind a cannon throwing <laughs> Nerf balls at you. Yeah, they're <laughs> fireballs from a giant skull <laughs> with eyes that popped out of its head. Yeah, that was really weird. Yeah, that was. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, a weird show. But I watched I watched the hell out of it when I was little. That's so, awesome. Yeah. No, and thanks for sharing that with me. I don't think I'd ever seen it. I didn't even know that existed. Yeah. yeah. We were talking about it the other day and I'm like, I gotta show Deb. So. Yeah. No, that was it was awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is based off of a comic. Um were there any Tales from the Crypt merchandise that you can think of or uh, merchandise solely based off of uh, Tales from the Crypt Keeper? There was actually merchandise for Tales from the Crypt Keeper. There was a, a, a selection of action figures that you could buy. Really? Yeah. Really? They're yeah. actually pretty cool. Um, there are two versions of the Crypt Keeper. One where he's wearing like a, a tattered robe, and then one where he's wearing a tuxedo. Yeah. And then the, sort of the basic monsters. You've got Frankenstein, vampire, mummy, werewolf, and then also a zombie and a gargoyle. Yeah. And there was also like a 12-inch, not plush, Crypt Keeper, but like a, a doll of Crypt Keeper that talked, and he was wearing his vacation garb from the first episode. Oh, oh excellent. Neat. But also came with a tuxedo. Ah. So. Quick chain Crypt Keeper. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it was pretty cool. I remember the action figures, but I didn't remember the talking one. Man, that sounds wow. really cool. No, that's, I mean, for 39 episodes, well, 24, right? Yeah, it would be 26 20, episodes because there was 13 episodes in every yeah, season. Cool. Yeah, 13 episodes in every season, so 26 original episodes. Mm-hmm. And several years later, a few more. <laughs> yeah, you should see. I almost want to show you the animation on that one because it's so, so bad. Like, the animation isn't great in in the original, but mm-hmm. at least it looked kind of like the comics. Yeah, the backgrounds especially. Yeah. Like, they were just beautiful. Looking, they were. So, yeah. But they look, look just like those old, creepy, easy comics. All right. All dark and shadowy and really finely detailed. Right. It's sad that five years later, the animation was worse. Yeah. I almost, Like I said, I almost want to show you how bad it was, because it was like standard, horrible Saturday morning cartoon animation. Oh, yeah. Hmm. But I never, I didn't even know there was a third season, mostly because I didn't live in Canada, right. but also because I was 16 by the time that yeah. came out. Semantics. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm channeling Spencer here. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I think the animation style of the show was, was okay, uh, for sure. Yeah. It wasn't great. Um, and kind of thinking of some of its contemporaries, mm-hmm. um, you know, even early Ninja Turtles was pretty bad. So it was <laughs> yep. kind of blocky and stuff like that. It didn't work out well. Um, and th- this was good. Um, and again, like you guys said, the, the backgrounds were really, really well done. Yeah. Yeah, and the credits, like when they would cut from the animation to what was supposed to be the comic book, that part was really beautifully done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can kind of see how they simplified the designs a little mm-hmm. bit, just because it's animation, it's got to move. But right yeah. in the same really vein cool. of the HBO show, I, I will tell you guys this: that this morning I, I got up early, eight o'clock, to get up to Monday here to record this <laughs> podcast, and I'm waiting for Keith to pick me up, and I'm flipping through the channels, and there's no there's no Saturday morning cartoons, and I'm yeah. like, uh, you know, I'm, this is why we have this podcast. Yeah, because it was a better time. Yeah, they're they're like officially done. I remember there was an article in the newspaper like that Saturday was the last Saturday morning cartoons. Really? Yeah, yeah. They're wow officially of the past now. So when was this article? I mean, I think it was like 2015. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna. Oh wow. Yeah. So end of an era. Yeah. Yeah, No no doubt. (laughs) So how does how does this show hold up? 
I think it holds up pretty well. Like I, I have to admit, I've gone back and watched it because it's available on YouTube. I've watched it off and on just to kind of revel in the nostalgia factor of it. I think it holds up pretty well for me. I'm, I'm a huge horror fan. Obviously, I have two different horror podcasts, but I also love anthologies. Mm. And so the fact that it was a Saturday morning cartoon anthology was always really attractive to me and even even still going back and watching it. It holds up well for me because I have nostalgia. How, how well does it hold up for you guys? Oh, I think I'm going to play this at Halloween parties. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. Okay. Yeah, it seems like a nice, light, fun but still, like, in the vein of creepiness, you know? So, yeah, I liked it. it okay, good. awesome. How about you yeah. for you? Uh, no, I thought it held up well. I mean, it, it definitely took me back to, you know, CBS Kids Morning mm-hmm. uh, in the early 90s, for sure. Um, it's, if anything, making me want to take a look at the EC Comics again. Um, and thank you for bringing your, your volume out Yeah, too. yeah. I was picking through that a little bit. Um, and... Uh, probably going to go home and try to find some of the original like the HBO live action ones just they were good and also uh, a plug for the two movies the Tales from the Crypt live action movies right uh, the first one of which was really really good what, are they like anthology movies or? they're not no okay. it's like a standard a, movie yeah um, but I also do like anthologies too yeah I, I think there's a lot of series that the idea is great but we get stuck with some of these characters that, okay, yeah, um, I'm, I'm, I'm good. And there's just something nice about being able to t- tune in for. Uh, a- that's the name of our show. For a one-off story. Yeah. And you, yeah. If you wanna keep going and watch every episode, you can, but you don't need to to yeah. keep up with the story. So cool. I do like that part awesome. of it too. Uh, there was talk of there being an M. Night Shyamalan yeah. helmed Tales from the Crypt show on TBS, and they just announced that they've decided to move on from I it. I saw that. That was like yesterday, that. right? Right, yeah. right. That was too yeah. bad. I well, was going to have like a different Crypt Keeper, too. Right, because they, they couldn't get the rights. Okay. Oh, well, then that's not too bad. Yeah. So it would have been interesting to see what it was going to be like, but I, I don't know that it would have been a great show. Yeah. Well, there would be a lot of twists. For yeah. Sure. yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, to to keep M. Night from coming up with anything original, I, I'm fine with that. So. <laughs> yeah, let's not let him twist. Yeah, I, it seems odd to me that they would get M. Night Shyamalan to do that. I don't know. Is it like Ridley Scott doing something now? Ridley Scott, is, there was going to be a whole horror block on TBS, which I thought was really a really cool idea. Because we need more yeah. horror shows. Yeah, yeah. Totally. And uh, it was going to be different anthology shows, which you know I'm a fan of because I yeah. love an anthology. <laughs> they call it the tab block, right? Right. Yeah. You might as well. <laughs> yeah. That would work. That would work. That's a good name. Um, but yeah, Ridley Scott is doing something, and I can't remember the name of it. I want to say it's Tomb, but that's probably not right. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm a huge Ridley Scott fan myself, so that would be cool. Yeah, yeah. Did you see Alien Covenant? Not yet. My, my brother, who's as big of an Alien fan as I am, uh, 1986, my dad took us both to see Aliens in the theater. Okay. And we had to sleep with the lights on until 1996. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So it made and every now sense. and then you still do that. Oh, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Night terrors. I'm like, ah! <laughs> Check my chest, make sure right. nothing pops ah, up. Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'd say, ah. Like, ah, Sigourney Weaver. Yeah. I've always but, seen the, the Aliens. I've never seen Alien or... Any of the other sequels? You should. Yeah? Yes. Hmm. But I want to see Covenant. I, I just don't know when I'm going to make it. Did you like it? There were parts of it that I really liked. <laughs> <laughs> That's so diplomatic. <laughs> <laughs> I love all the stuff with the uh, the androids. I think that's great. Um, the rest of the movie, I will say, I would subtitle it stu- uh, Stupid People Making Terrible Decisions. But yeah, you, can, yeah. you can say that about a lot of horror movies. Yeah, so. yeah. <clears throat> true. Um. Was Prometheus officially a... Yes. Yes? Okay. Yeah. All right. It was very tangentially related to the rest of the series. And then it's I like think... the history of the aliens or something, right? Kind of. Okay. And then the Alien Covenant ties it more in with the Alien series. Okay. I really enjoyed Prometheus. I I watched it the first time. I was like, oh, gosh. And then I keep finding myself watching my Blu-ray copy mm-hmm. probably a couple of times a year just 
I enjoy it. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. got past the initial disappointment, and then I was like, oh, this, this is good. This is the story they were trying to tell, not right. the story I wanted to see. Again, there were things that I really liked about it, but I wasn't a huge fan of the whole thing. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, so back to Tales from the Crypt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we take a quick jaunt to the aliens yeah. portion of our podcast. Uh, so would you would you binge this again? I would. I like I said, I've watched it off and on since uh, since I was ten when this originally came out. Um, but again, it's it's more of a nostalgia thing for me, and I think you have to be in the right frame of mind. You have to like horror stuff and and like this kind of campy uh, version of horror to, yeah. to really want to binge watch it. So yeah, I would say it's it's super fun, and it would be fun to put on for a Halloween party. That's a great idea. Yeah. Would you say you have to kind of up the camp value if you're if you're gonna point a show like this at children? Yeah, I think you definitely have to water it down a little bit uh, from the original to make it less gory. Even the comics were sort of visceral and, and gory. Ah. Um, so you definitely have to tame it down a little bit for, for kids because there are kids are varying degrees of, of tolerant of scary things. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I definitely do think you have to tame it down, but they did a good job of still making the monsters, the focus, which I, which I love. So awesome. What about you, Andy? Uh, I wouldn't, but um, having read the the same thing that Tab said about seasons one and two versus three, I would be open to, you know, hey, if you're not going to binge it, at least watch these five episodes. Because I did enjoy what I watched. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, anthology series is, are, are neat. Um, and, and I liked what they were doing. I mean, they didn't talk down to children whatsoever. And they, they didn't yeah, really. Yeah, that's true. They didn't like explain like this guy's been turned into a Frankenstein. Yeah, it yeah. Just, it just happened. Yeah. And and for me, that was a lot of either the Twilight Zone or Tales from the Crypt. Is mm-hmm. at the end, you know, this guy who's been kind of at the almost near center of the entire episode. Something drastic has happened yeah. to him. Either he's in a casserole for aliens, or has been turned into a. Uh, Some other type of Frankenstein casserole. monster, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I did appreciate that there are a couple nods. One to uh, Twilight Zone because Stu says "picture if you will," which is Rod Serling's thing. Oh, yeah. wow, great. great and then up. there's a little crate with a mon- like a furry monster arm hanging out, and that's a nod to Creep Show. So, yep, yeah, oh, the hey, crate. Cool. That was that was the scary. I think almost the scariest of all of the Creep Show. Uh, Vignettes. Was... Yeah, that one, and then the raft, and the second one is also very scary. Yeah, the raft. Yeah. <laughs> Getting cold chills. I, am, I, am. <laughs> I just, I just got, I just got him. But the crate was awful. The, the one where the guy turns into weeds, though. Yeah, that's Stephen King. <laughs> yeah, it's so laughable. It's hilarious. I mean, it's just. It's from an original EC Comics, uh-huh. though, and the way that they shoot it is almost exactly like how it appears Wait, in the frame. Shot for shot. Yeah, in the comic book frames. So I appreciate it for that. Oh yeah. Well, and I just thought it was good. Yeah. And the fact that it was Stephen King. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Stephen King was the actor. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, cool. But he's playing kind of a slack-jawed hillbilly. Right. Jordy Barrel. <laughs> Stephen King. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's, not just, he's just not coked up and <laughs> smacking kids around. Right. Not on screen, at least. Oh no. Right. Probably off camera. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I would binge this, but like I said, I'd, I'd put it on at a party because it's just so campy and funny and weird, and yeah, yeah, I really liked it. I like to see one that doesn't take place in a haunted house. Yeah. 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 So. And one without uh, reanimated bodies. Yeah, yeah, those yeah. come up a lot. There's a there's a couple ones. So if you if you feel like checking out more, there's a couple out there that have different uh, different things. But a lot of them are haunted houses. I actually have enamel pins of all three uh, hosts, oh, and neat. I almost brought them and had us wear them, but I thought that was n- too nerdy. <laughs> <laughs> now I feel naked without it. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna just delete this and start all over. Start all over yeah. back go back to, to Wisconsin. One. Go get the pins. Let's go. <laughs> I'll take a picture and you guys can put it on your Twitter feed. There we go. Awesome. Excellent. Thank yeah, you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, da, 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 what else we got? I don't know. Final thoughts. Final thoughts. Part? Obligatory Fraser reference. Um, I don't know. Yeah. 
I just did it. Is there a Sherlock Holmes episode that hey! deals with Hunter? Oh, she yeah. listens to our show. Oh man, is there? Is there? Is there? I don't know. <laughs> I didn't look that up. I was hoping you guys. Oh, oh no, we didn't. Uh, is there a Tales from the Crypt Keeper set in merry old England? Oh man, I there's got to be right. Yeah, yeah there's got to be at least one haunted house. Yeah, uh, we'll look it up later. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we'll come around episode one hundred and one. Uh, oh man, man. Oh goodness. I, and I, I think I'm gonna. I'm going to end this podcast at episode 100. <laughs> oh, yeah. Leave you no, all hanging. No, we're not. <laughs> if, if, if anybody hasn't caught on yet. <laughs> and I think you guys are planning on being on Test Pattern, right? Yes. Yes, yes we are. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. We're going to be doing a Saturday morning horror cartoon show Excellent. as a bonus episode for the summer. We figured that would be nice and fun. So you guys are going to be on that. So hopefully your listeners will check that out. Yes. Yeah. Hopefully. Hey, Sam McGuffey, go check that out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sam, Antonio Geronimo, and yeah. Nick, and Paul. Paul. That's about it, right? Oh, I think I I got a new one, a new listener. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I actually walked him through SoundCloud uh, <laughs> Wednesday or Thursday night. Oh, yeah. Like, this is how you find our podcast. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Excellent. T U N E. No, T O O N. Yeah. T O O N. Yeah. He was really excited, though, that we have a podcast. Excellent. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I'm having fun doing it. Yeah, me too. It's fun. <laughs> um, um, so final thoughts on the show? Well, final uh, the the podcast show. Uh, thank you, Tab, for starring in our thirteenth oh. episode. Yeah. yeah, lucky number thirteen. Lucky number. Couldn't worked be- out better if we tried, right? right. I don't <laughs> think so. Yeah, this yeah. was quite the accident. I like it. <laughs> um, I thought the show was good, and again, very appropriate for kids really something to mix up the the Saturday morning of the day. I mean, it wasn't a character you knew every week. It's, uh, it was a different story. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah. Ted? Well, you know I like it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I picked it. I heard you like horror a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> I picked it. I, this is something I watched, so yeah, I definitely yeah. liked it. And I, I was surprised at how much I liked it watching it with you guys. It was very it's easy to make fun of, but also fun. So the perfect level i agree yeah it's not yeah. quite on that like so terrible mystery science theater would make fun of it but right. yeah it's right it's kind of up there there's not there's... fighting foodons oh man yeah <laughs> i can't oh, wait man. to hear this episode it sounds amazing <laughs> it's yeah pretty it's, great yeah. it's ready to go i think we're gonna hit submit today today probably yeah, yeah. yeah so we'll it's go got a launch so yeah. yeah nice awesome yeah i know i liked it it was it was a a very different show from what's usually on Saturday mornings. So that's pretty refreshing. Uh, yeah, it's not like an action show. I mean, there is action in it, but it's not like super powered. Right. And yeah. So yeah, pretty. They're cool. not partially steel. Partially probably real. metal. Partly real. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's not they a villain out there like just waiting to conquer New York or yeah, the world. Yeah. No one's got the speed of the puma. Nothing <laughs> like that. Speed of the puma. Yeah. <laughs> These are all in jokes. <laughs> the official joke of. I think we've already hit that point of being self-referential. Yeah. What is Dan Harmon writing for you? (laughs) Oh man, he wouldn't even retweet me. I don't know why. Yeah. What a jag. I know. (laughs) Rick and Morty sucks. Just just kidding. Yep. Please give us more. Please God. Have you started watching Rick and Morty? Uh, I've watched it off and on. Yeah. Uh, I, I. I haven't really got into it yet, mm. but uh, I need to. I, everybody tells me how how great it is, and they all have good taste. So, awesome. I feel like I should like it. Yeah, I was convinced that my wife would not like it. And oh, I really? watched it over a lunch break one day, and like a few hours later, I got a text from her like, "Hey, is uh, is Morgan the same guy that's lemon grabbing Adventure Time?" And I was like, "Ha! Addicted!" <laughs> <laughs> oh, now see, Adventure Time. My co-host for Test Pattern, Jacob, got me hooked on Adventure Time, yeah. and. Lemon Grab was like one of the episodes that I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and and not that it's it's a guy girl thing, but just my two cases here, what what you just mentioned, uh, my buddy Sonic and his girlfriend, he had bought in Rick and Morty season two mm-hmm. and he was watching it and she came over and he kind of felt bad for watching it. I don't know what episode he was watching, but it doesn't really matter. She seemed appalled, mm-hmm. and the next time she was over, she goes, "Put that cartoon on that you were watching." So I mean, it's you know, it, it's 
don't know a show for everyone. It, yeah. And, and, and people want to watch it. Hmm. Yeah. I, I just swore up and down she wouldn't like it, but she loves it. So, yeah. 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 It's a great show. <laughs> All right. Well, Tab, if people want to reach you, they can find me on Twitter at HorrorFlickTab. Mm-hmm. You can also. If you're interested in listening to Test Pattern or Girls in the Back Row, those both have Twitter accounts as well. Uh, Test Pattern is at Test Pattern Show, and Girls in the Back Row is at TGI TBR. They're both great podcasts, oh, if, thank especially you. if you like horror. Yeah. So, uh, you can find us online. We're on SoundCloud, Stitcher, uh, Google Play. It's going to be on iTunes. I've be- <laughs> can- been really taking a beating on that today. <laughs> Uh, we can, we're on Twitter. Uh, tune in, tune in pod is our handle, and we are tuneinpod at gmail.com if yeah. you want to talk to us in more than 144 characters at a time. <laughs> so, next time, it's your pick. It is, it is. And at the end of uh, Fighting Foodons, I said Jason the Wheeled Warriors. Yes. But I've had a week, I've had to think about it. Uh, we had this great show mm-hmm. we just laid down. So next time will be Jason the Wheeled Warriors. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Do you, have you heard of this show? No, no. Okay. Yeah, but I've heard a bit about it. Aren't like the the so there's like cars, but they're plants or something. Is that Car, cars driving plants or driving on on plants? Like you know, if a plant was were a highway. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. It's it's gonna be weird, and I actually haven't watched it since I was in the first grade. Oh boy! Good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be one. Yeah. So it was the uh, the show that I was late for school for. Oh well, you what? each have one of those. Yeah, that's I know. awesome. Yeah, and, and mine was terrible. I'm assuming this one's terrible too. It, it, yeah, it, 1983. Yeah, we're we're in for some yeah we, rough time. Some weird cosmic bond we have that we both miss school for terrible cartoons. <laughs> Some some weird curse or something. I don't know what Lucky it is. Lucky kids who got to watch TV before school. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, when you put it that yeah. way. It's <laughs> <laughs> not happening in my house, yeah. I tell you what. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, until next time, I'm Keith. I'm Andy. And I'm Tab. Stay tuned. Keep it. <laughs>